0: Welcome to the Super Sentai Brothers. This is episode 49 of The Jetman with a Golden Gun, the internet's best and only podcast dedicated to Shonen Sentai Jetman. Every week we watch an episode of the show and we share our thoughts with you, the listeners. My name is Matt J. With me as always is my co-host and brother Dave. Dave, how are you today?
1: Dude, I'm so hot. It's so hot. It's like 95 degrees with like 100% humidity or something. I know those numbers don't uh, make sense. It is a scorcher, yeah. But it's uh, rough, dude. We were getting like a little bit of rain a little bit ago, and it was cooling things down, which was great, and then it stopped, and now that rain is just in the air.
0: Just chilling? Uh, Just chilling. Uh, No, I wish
1: it was chilling. It's not chilling. It's mugging. It's mean mugging. The air is mean mugging me, dude. (laughs) Uh, I can't tell if I'm very hot. Or Dave, if I've got a fever... Dave, because as
0: we mentioned last week, got that Olympic fever.
1: Oh, my gosh. Okay, wait. Hold up. Hold up. We are, we're going to talk about the Olympics. Boy, howdy are we going to, but before that, Matt. Oh, that's true, Dave. Okay, so we are watching episode 49
0: of the show today. Uh, normally, this is the part of the show where I would tell you the title of the show.
1: But, but
0: um, if any long-running listeners of ours who remember near the end of last season... Well, remember that there was an episode where the title was just a huge spoiler for the episode, uh, and that, right, is this we, is, that is what we got again today.
1: This is not actually like super, super out of the ordinary. Like oftentimes, the spoiler, the episode title, it will be a spoiler like of some sort. But every once in a while, it's like particularly bad, right, especially and near so the end just, of
0: the season when like stuff is really ramping up. I don't, yeah, wanna, like, they just kind of I don't want to tell you, tell you how this episode ends yet.
1: Right, so we're not going
0: to give you the title. But- We'll tell you later. Yeah, it's episode 49. I mean, honestly, I feel kind of silly saying that like, it's a spoiler warning because literally the premise of our podcast is that we tell people every detail of what happens in these episodes.
1: (laughs) Yeah, okay. That's, you know, whatever. There's there's something to be said for like a minute or a few of- five stars. Five stars worth of suspense, Matt. That's really all we're shooting for here. Yes, so- Shining in the heavens, Dave. There are five stars. What is our first star of the week? Dude, that Olympics, though. Damn, dude, Olympic the Olympics. It's so dough. good. It's so, so good. Okay, first of all, uh, congratulations to Australia for that sweet 400 meter freestyle win. That was awesome. Beat that Chinese dude, which is great. Yes, good. For, uh, listen, congratulations to all the victors. Can- Congratulations to everybody who's won the medal. But it is Olympic season, so uh, let's talk about America, Matt, and how great we are. And by we, I mean people that aren't you and I who've dedicated their entire lives to doing something very, very difficult. Yeah, we. You and I. Americans, (laughs) Dave. You and I and the rest of America win alongside with you. So, uh, Michael Phelps, continue... (laughs) Michael Phelps is still Michael Phelps it turns out. Yeah, and dude He's still I feel like a so crazy bad. swim
0: mutant. I feel so badly for. Do you remember 4 years ago when Ryan Lochte was going to be like the new Michael Phelps and then yes. we all realized that yeah. Michael Phelps was not done being the old Michael Phelps yet.
1: Yeah, Michael Phelps is still Michael Phelps, and so he's still just crushing fools. And apparently 2016 Michael Phelps
0: got sick of being 2012 Michael Phelps and decided to become 2008 Michael Phelps again.
1: Yeah, dude, he's doing super well. He did get beat. This is a super cool story, is that there's this kid from uh, Singapore whose name, I feel really bad that I don't remember, but he um, beat Michael Phelps. It's
0: something Schooling. His last name is Schooling. Oh, it's like... Justin, maybe? Jason? I forget. Jason. Anyway. It doesn't seem but, likely, but I remember that his I, last I name was quite remembering, and it's spelled exactly how it sounds.
1: Right, but it's this awesome story because he was this swimmer and like he managed, he like he was a super huge fan of Michael Phelps, got to meet him, has been training like his whole life to be like, I will be Michael Phelps. And then he actually beats Michael Phelps in the hundred meter butterfly, which is uh I mean, listen, I hate to see America lose, but that's a great way to... You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, that's yeah. a, cool it was a really story. cool story. And dude, oh, man. When he won the 200-meter butterfly and he just hops up on the lanes and does the come at me. Oh, dude. Oh, my gosh.
0: Spectacular.
1: And he spreads his, like, giant bird arms and his, like, his lats fill up, like, half the screen because he's a crazy person. Yeah. He, as you said earlier, he is a weird swim mutant. He is a weird swim mutant. Speaking also, okay, men's, American men's gymnastics, sadly did not do as well as we would have hoped, but the ladies, American women's gymnastics, holy ass. Yeah, dude. It's Amazing. Like,
0: Amazing! And listen, I, I was watching the, the individual all-around competitions, and, uh, like... The, the degree of difference between... Okay, so uh, Simone Biles won the uh, all-around gold Olympic medal. Yes. Those are the words for ladies in the right order for that, yeah. right? Um, I and so. apparently Women's she all won Women's all-around? By such a wide margin that the number of points in between her and the second place was either equal to or greater than the total number of points in between... Like, cumulative for the... La- like, since 1980... Like if you add up all the points between the first and second place in that event, they just about equal the amount of points difference. Is am I making any sense here?
1: Yeah, no, no, no. I follow you. Like, her margin of victory is greater than the combined margin of victory for the last 30 odd years. Yes. That like, is what I mean. Every time to say. there's been a competition. Yeah, that's insane. I actually I've been seeing some some news and stuff that people are saying that, like, yeah, Simone Biles is the greatest female gymnast of all time. Like She's just, like, she's just so much better than everybody else. And, dude, I was watching, so, like, I didn't watch all of it, all of it. It's just, like, she hardly seems human. Not in, like, a weird way. Just, like, how does a human, you're you're only, like, she's, like, four foot six or something. It's, like, how does a person get that far off the ground on a jaw? Jo- how did you do that? Like, I just don't understand the physics of it. It's, ins- it's madness. It's so cool. It really is wonderful.
0: Um, so, yeah, that's basically what I've been doing this week is watching the Olympics and, um, like, fitting in other life stuff around it. But there's been a lot of that going on. So I don't have a ton of, like, personal life updates this week. So, Dave, why don't
1: you tell me what the second star is? Okay, so I actually have not been watching as much of the Olympics as I normally do. I'm normally like a real Olympics fiend. I've just been like, I've been doing a ton of other stuff, and I just haven't had a lot of time to kind of sit in front of the TV, because I've been doing a lot of like projects and stuff, right? Okay. And while I've been doing projects, I have been um like mainlining Ranger Danger, Okay. which is uh, which is another podcast very similar to ours, except they watch Mighty Morphin Power Rangers instead of Super Sentai. Yeah, and I mean, uh, they've been on our show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've been on our show, uh, Matt and Michael. They're super, super funny guys, and so I've just been listening to like episode after episode after episode, and I I had an idea. I I'd, <laughs> at some point. I'd like to do like a mini meta podcast where we devote part of our podcast to like reviewing and responding to Ranger Danger because like they ask a bunch of questions like about Sentai stuff and I'm like oh I know the answer to that question or they'll just ask something about America and I'll be like oh here's the answer to that Uh, real quickly guys by the way it's called layaway in America not lay by but we do have we do have that thing it's from like a bunch of episodes ago, but I was listening to it yesterday. So we do have it. That's the thing we have. Uh, we do assume that you guys see kangaroos all over the place. I mean, they do. That don't is it. Uh, uh, apparently, actually, they kind of do. Like platypuses, no. Wombats, no. Kangaroos actually are apparently just like all around. I just assume that kangaroos are like Australian squirrels. Like they're just
0: on the street at all times.
1: I don't. I don't think it's maybe. Quite like that, but no, they I, I, are I apparently. I refuse to believe otherwise. <laughs> um, guys, here's what Americans think about Australian animals: is that every Australian animal will kill you? Like that's basically well, I mean, what I that's know. That's just true. Is that yeah? Everything in Australia that's an animal is designed to kill you. It is either that's beautiful, beautiful or all
0: adorable, and it will murder you.
1: Yeah, and or it will murder you. So that's basically what I know. But yeah, I've just—that's <laughs> really my whole joke—is that I thought we would do like a meta review of their podcast to talk about
0: you the know things I've, that I thought I've, that they I've had said this were funny in the past. And actually, I think I've contacted both them and uh, Morphin Grid because as they're watching it and seeing things about the Sentai that like they're trying to figure out, I'm like, oh well, I have already seen all of this. So I'll just right. shoot them an uh, email can help like oh out. by the way, Mongo the magician is actually like Shadam, like the big bad of Dire Ranger, and they like shoehorned him very weirdly into the storybook episode they made.
1: Hmm. That's that's very strange, dude. Shadam very should not strange. be Well, also
0: a... Shadam is like a weird, like leather daddy, and probably not great. Yeah, no, to just, that's like what put I'm on saying. every episode
1: of Power Rangers. Okay, no, that's a fair point. But <laughs> but anyways, that's basically, because I've just been doing like house and LARP projects and I've just been listening to a lot of their show. They're great. You can, if you just search Ranger Danger, you'll find them. They're very funny. So speaking of actually other uh, Power Rangers stuff, Matt, what is our third star of the week? Uh, third star of the week, Dave, is that today, uh, this weekend, we
0: are in the middle of Power Morphicon, the annual Power Rangers convention. Um, that's super cool. I uh here here's the thing with this star is I was really hoping to like look online and find some news. Like, oh, they have a picture of the new Megazord from the movie or something like that. Um but as we are recording, it is three forty five PM on Saturday the thirteenth, and they have not announced anything interesting. So that's I
1: feel like that's gotta be like a Saturday night saturday night thing probably if that's they announce those... anything special i will probably talk about it next week the
0: only thing i've really seen so far is i've gotten online and seen pictures of like power rangers actors hanging out with super sentai actors that's pretty awesome like uh you know, rio not... from Die ranger was hanging out with prince geki from Jew ranger and also
1: rocky what? from power rangers oh man i want that yeah i want that all is... of that I... Yeah, I am not a con... Like, I'm not a huge con guy. It's just not like... But if, dude, if Power Morphicon were closer, I think I would probably try and go. If, like, really, for me at least, to see the Super Sentai stuff. Because I feel like that's the easiest way that I'm like possibly gonna get to interact with all that stuff. At least like stateside and I'm not gonna go to Japan. Right, so, right, right.
0: But honestly, like to do to get to Power Morphicon, you'd have to go all the way to California. And if
1: you're doing yeah, that, you're like, already
0: halfway to Japan.
1: Right. You may as well just go. But anyways, uh, to our listeners that were just at Power Morphicon, I hope you guys had a blast. By the time you hear this, of course, it's over. But we hope you guys are having a blast right now. Uh, best of luck.
0: Best that of that's a weird best of way to fun, say that. guys
1: Best of fun. <laughs> so Dave, what is our fourth star of the week? Okay, so fourth star of the week is a hard shift away from Power Rangers stuff and into like a weird weather thing. So this was early last week and the city I live in, Cleveland Heights, got hit by what's called a microburst. Okay. Yeah. And a microburst is like a reverse tornado. Like it spins the other direction? No, 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 no. So, like, you know how a tornado, like, sucks things up and throws them out? Uh huh. A microburst is kind of the same thing, except it pushes, like, down and out. Like, it's a super blast of, like, downward pressure. Oh, interesting. Yeah, but it was, dude, there were 80 mile an hour winds. In Cleveland. Wow. I mean, we are technically yeah, at the top of like Tornado Alley. Yeah, I know. But it like never comes up here. But we did. In fact, we got this crazy storm. And my hu- I kid you not, dude. My house is the only house on the street. And I live on a pretty long street that does not have branches down. There are just whole trees knocked over. That is crazy. Uh, yeah, dude. Some people just got power back, I think, yesterday. So it's four days. Some people were without power. Yeah, I mean, we had and a it storm was,
0: over here on the west side, but it was nothing like
1: that. No, dude. It was bananas. Like, I looked outside, and I've never been in a storm that was, like, that intense. It was totally crazy. There's, like, no real jokes about it. It was just this insane thing that happened. Right on. And it, I mean, it looked really cool, because, like, you know, nature was going nuts. But, uh, but, yeah. So, that's my fourth star of the week. Matt, what is our fifth star of the week? Dave, our fifth star of the week... Oh,
0: you know what? Okay. The fifth star of the week is I want to tell you about the end of the season. Can I do a quick mini star? Sure. This is our show. You do whatever you want. I had completely forgotten it when we were setting up for the episode, but I have a commute update.
1: What? (laughs) Commute update.
0: Okay, so the other day I went to go get my oil changed, and like that all was right. boring. Uh especially because like the guy working on it was new and it took him like almost a literal like standard earth hour to change the oil. Oh my dude, car. you told me about this. Yeah, that's insane. Oh, but that's not what I want to talk about. What I want okay. to talk about is that when I was leaving, I got behind a car and they had a homemade bumper sticker made from like like you know, it's like the different individual letters that are stickers. They spelled uh-huh. it all out. Okay, Um, awesome. And and here's what it said. And I've been trying to figure out what this means for a week. It said, I'd rather be on the top row. And on the bottom row, it said disco. And then like the greater sign, like pointing toward, you know, like indicating that disco is greater than driving. So I'd rather be disco greater than sign driving. So here's what I can't figure out. Is, is that a greater sign? Is it an arrow? Is it just like a random symbol that they put in? Uh, would they rather be disco drive-in? Do they think that disco is better than drive-in? Dave, I have been, like, I'd rather be disco drive-in has been going through my head all week and I don't know what to do about
1: it. Okay, hold up. I gotta write, I'd rather be disco is greater than driving. I'm sorry, driving. drive-in with an apostrophe. Drive in, okay,
0: but no, it's a nonsense phrase. But it has been like just locked into my brain.
1: Disco isn't disco a noun? I mean, like you go to the disco. There's disco dancing. See, disco can also be
0: an adjective, right? Because it's disco dancing.
1: Disco dancing. disco dancing Yeah, but do you just go disco? I don't think you do. I'm almost certain that you don't in fact. Although I did see a clip on YouTube of the 1974 like World Disco Championships and let me tell you, that is a clip worth hunting down. Nice. Anyway, uh, that, so, is a, that's
0: not, that is not the star. That is just a brief thing that I wanted to say in case anyone could figure out what
1: I'd rather be disco driving means. I um, mean, I think it'd rather mean they'd just rather be doing disco dancing than driving, but that's like a long bumper sticker, but that's still terrible. So what, see, Matt, is their own a bumper or, sticker?
0: They can do whatever they want. They, okay, uh, I'm sorry. Right. This is it a lot of space. Crushing. What, <laughs> what, Matt, is our fifth star of the week? Dave, our fifth star of the week is that, um, as we mentioned earlier, today's episode 49. Now, there are 51 episodes of Jetman, right? Right. Um, so here is what we're going to do. Just sort of giving you all the heads up as we go into the end. Next week's episode, we are going to watch episodes 50 and 51. There's probably not going to be a five star segment. We're just going to sit down right. and do like a big, like, giant size double issue, right?
1: Yes, that's the plan.
0: That is what we did last year. And then the week following, we are going to do a sort of a wrap-up episode where we talk about the season as a whole. Um, If we have time, we are going to try to watch the... I've already seen the Gokaiger episode um, that has the Jetman stuff in it, which is really great, and I'd like to watch that. There is also um, a thing called the... Oh, it's the Toei TV Encyclopedia Vol or Toei Hero TV Encyclopedia Volume Two, which is a very strange name for an episode of a thing. Um, but it is like an hour long recap of Jetman with like new footage with like characters talking sort of after the events oh, that's of awesome. the show. And I've never no, seen that. that and I'm really looking forward cool. to it.
1: So, yeah. Well, we will definitely watch that. So, or, so that is
0: sort of what we're looking at in the next couple of weeks. Then there will probably be sort of like an out-of-continuity, out-of-sequence episode that we do between the end of Jetman and the beginning of Cocker Ranger. And then we are yes. off to the races on Cocker Ranger. Sounds good. Um, Creature Royale episodes are still forthcoming. When we can find time to do them, it's been sort of a crazy month. Okay. Get there. We promise. So um, all that said Dave, let's go and watch episode 49 and we'll be right back. Okay, welcome back. So we have just finished watching episode 49 of Trojan Sentai Jetman. <laughs> um, it's a it's a doozy. so real quick Dave though before before we do this. Uh, I I had said after we recorded part one that if I found out anything in between parts one and part two about Power Morphicon, I would mention it. And they announced in that brief period of time, uh, they announced the uh, uh, cast for the new season of Power Rangers. Oh, nice! Which is fun because the new Blue Ranger is the brother of the like current slash outgoing Blue Ranger.
1: Oh, that's right. Like the real life,
0: actual... Yeah, like, they, like it is the dude who played the cave man human brother in um, Dino Charge. His yeah. younger brother is going to be the Blue Ranger in Ninja Steel. Oh, that's uh, right. And I think that it was a surprise to him because I saw a video of it, and it was very heartwarming.
1: Oh, ah, uh, so that's you, great.
0: So after, after you listen to today's episode, if you want something that's going to make you feel good, uh, just go look up that video. It'll, it'll cure what ails you.
1: Yeah, so do you remember when this show was fun and like lighthearted and the jetmen were heroes and they fought monsters?
0: Oh, dude, I loved those days.
1: Oh, those were such good days. That's not this episode at all. No, no, it's not. So you, man, I don't know, dude, like find yourself a picture of a puppy and just like dwell in that moment for a little bit. Like, find a video of an elephant playing in a pool for a second. Like, watch that. And then come back and experience this episode. Because this one, okay. Here's what I'll say for this episode.
0: It's a very good episode of television.
1: Uh, oh, yeah, man. This is solid TV. Like, this is quality. It is This is good stuff. But it is rough. <laughs> so, let's, okay. So, we start off at Skycam. Yeah. And if you remember from last episode, the rangers just got whooped. They just got, like, wrecked, man. Like, there was no contest. I don't know what's up with that monster. We didn't see him this episode. But whatever monster the Viram came up with just destroyed Great Icarus. Like, it wasn't even a fight. Great, Great Icarus just went down. And they abandon ship. They get Great Icarus back. I don't know how. Yes,
0: for whatever reason, every time they have to, like, abandon ship on Great Icarus, the Viram just let them, like, collect the parts and bring them back to Skycam to get rebuilt.
1: Yeah, so they have Great Icarus. But anyways, they're super mad. Guy particularly is mad. He's like, I can't believe this. Like, how did we lose so badly? Right, says, like, his power is incomparable. Like, how are we going to do this? And Ryu, who, if you recall from the end of last episode, is now a weird vampire, like a demon beast vampire. Yeah, you know he's been infected. Just by regular Rhea, stuff. Who's also a demon beast vampire, right? Standard stuff. So Ryu, so walks he shows in, up,
0: and he is not displaying his like weird fangs and like markings and so forth. But he's completely emotionless, and he just walks in and says, "Hey guys, uh, we need to get to work on the repairs for Great Icarus, So let's all yeah.
1: do that." And thing. then. And then I think it's Akko says like, hey, we left with Maria. What happened? Akko, Maria's not here. So clearly it didn't go well. Like if it had gone well, I think you would know at this stage. Yeah. And since he hasn't said it, like, come on, man. Again, I mean, okay, we can't actually blame Akko because Akko has no ability to read a room or people. No, just can't I, I do think
0: it. it's actually like some sort of, I feel like it's not just her being bad with that sort of thing. Like maybe she has some sort of like weird version of face blindness where she can't <laughs> tell if people are happy or sad.
1: <laughs> so we go from there. We get a quick shot. It's Maria on another vampire date. She's in a car with a dude. She He leans in for a kiss. She leans in to drain all of his blood. When she bites his neck, the Foley artist decided to use... Like an apple, you know that crunchy sound when you bite into an apple? It's like, (laughs) yes, that's the sound that they use. So, this Maria just like chomps on this dude. So, we cut and then we cut from there
0: to the viral dimension where Radigate is watching this happen and he is talking to Gray and gloating about the fact that as soon as to remind us, the viewer, uh, as soon as she continues to like drink enough blood, she will cease to be Maria and just become like. Radigate's slave a mindless like demon beast
1: yes gray is furious you see him in the background and his fist is like clenched and he's shaking and he's so angry but he doesn't know what to do about it because at this point radigate is definitely the most powerful like there was emperor tranza he lost his power radigate killed him in a very uncomfortable way but well, he didn't kill him sorry he ended him in a very uncomfortable way. Eh? And now Radigate is the top dog. So Gray is angry, but he can't do anything about it.
0: So we cut back to Sky Camp, and they are repairing Great Icarus.
1: Yeah, just who, again, they just have. They just went back with a giant flatbed. I, <laughs> like, how do you even transport Great Icarus? Okay, guys, Great Icarus is the size of a building, he's like 150 feet tall. How do you, tra- I never thought about this before, how do you transport Great Icarus for repairs if he can't move under his own power? Like, that's an enormous, he's just, he's huge.
0: Maybe they got, I- like, maybe they just, like, hook up a tow truck, like, cable to the back of Tetra Boy, and he just drags him through the city.
1: Oh, that's okay. They've got Tetra Boy. Maybe that's a good point. Tetra Boy probably just carries them. That is the only thing that makes sense. Because it's the only so, piece of
0: equipment they have left that is not just like is punched to up
1: To carry. So it's Ryu and Kaori up in the cockpit. Kaori's like working on something. And Ryu looks over at her hungrily. He's like, mmm, get that blood. So he reaches, he
0: leans over, and he's about to bite her on the neck when the chief walks into the cockpit. And I don't think that the chief really realizes, like, exactly what's going on.
1: He just... Well, she can't. Right. Because she can't see his teeth because she's looking at him from behind. So she just looks
0: at this and says, you know, there's something about this that I don't like. And she hucks her
1: clipboard
0: at Ryu's head.
1: The only thing I can assume <laughs> is that she sees this. And for Ryu is just trying to, like, mac on Kaori, and is just like, that is not okay. Because she is surprised when he turns around and is, like, a vampire. Oh, yeah, because like, as soon not- as he turns around, he is in full vampire mode. Right. So he transforms. Kaori, I thought this was great. Kaori calls to Guy for help. Like, she yells. It's real quick. She's just like, Guy! And then Guy runs in. And I think, like, Sucker Punches Ryu and Ryu is knocked out. Yeah, he does his patented,
0: like, knockout punch to the stomach.
1: I don't understand how this is a thing. Like, I've never seen this anyplace else aside from, you know, like, you punch hit someone in the stomach in, like, the TV show or whatever, and the wind gets knocked out of them. And they're like, oh, that really hurt. But in Super Sentai, you punch a dude in the stomach and they are KO'd. That's it. They're unconscious.
0: The fifth time we have seen it in the course of this show.
1: So we go from there. So, like, Ryu is down, at least. Like, he's still a vampire, but he's knocked out. We go from there. It's Maria. She's hunting. A guy, like, stumbles in from off screen. He falls over and turns to dust, which is a thing that happens to Maria's victims. I don't understand why. And then Grey teleports in, and he says, Maria, you need to return to who you were before. Like, you need to remember, this isn't you. It's kind of a touching moment, actually. Oh, yeah, because Grey, like, you
0: know, for being a, you know, murder robot from another dimension, Grey really does care about Maria.
1: Yeah. Um, She says- And she
0: is just becoming something else, and he is trying to stop her from losing herself.
1: Right. She says, nope, I don't like, the only thing I need now is blood. That's all I need.
0: Just, just need blood. need all that red blood. Just
1: give me that blood and I'll be fine. I'm going to be so powerful. We go from there to Sky Camp, where Ryu is in like a holding cell, which is, I guess, a, that makes sense that they would have. I yeah, feel sure. like that's totally reasonable that they would have that thing. So he's in some sort of holding cell and he is doing a real convincing job of someone in deep anguish. Like, he is, like, flailing around his cell and screaming, like, shrie- shrieking? Would, Maybe not, you know, he's it, screaming. I would call it a shriek. Yeah, it's, like, less high-pitched than a shriek. It's, like, one tone down from a shriek. But it's still clearly uncomfortable well the thing is and it's hard for him to
0: shriek super loud because you would have to like open your mouth all the way and he has those cheap plastic
1: fangs like attached to his oh my teeth God. And so if he <laughs> so moves his mouth looking. too
0: much they're just gonna fall out
1: yeah but he is yelling like just over and over assume that over everything that's happening right now you are hearing the sounds of ryu shrieking like shriek yelling and saying give me blood give me blood just wants that So, blood. like, that's just the, that's the background soundtrack to all the other stuff that we're going to be describing for you. Okay? Screech yelling, give me blood. So, Kyrie is saying, like, you know, oh, my
0: gosh, what's wrong with him? This is terrible. And the chief notices, like, the weird growths all over him. Because on top of the sand dollar on his throat, which is the one that she notices primarily, there are also, yep. like, weird things that kind of look like huge veins that are popping out
1: yeah it's like the it's his vampire demon transformation thing and she says that must be what wants blood but then she just says well there's nothing we can do for him now like that's it she has no like and they even asked like isn't there anything we can do and she's like no no there's nothing we can do for him like maybe he'll survive but like I got nothing. I got, you know, and she's just, just get just, back to work, I guess. Yeah, like, she's weirdly chilled out. Like, not chilled out about it, but she's just very resigned. Like, she's just not... She does not say this with, like, anguish in her heart. She's just like, well, there's nothing we can do. I that's, get the
0: feeling that the chief just feels way too busy to deal with this. Like, there's a giant monster that can totally destroy them. The Great Icarus is destroyed. Uh, Maria is out there sucking people's blood. And she's like, I just... I I don't know how to deal with this, and I cannot expend the time and effort to try to deal with it. So, (laughs) hopefully he lives, but I've got to get back to
1: work. Like, we have other stuff to do. So, Ryu, again, just doing a fantastic job of freaking out. And then, Guy, like, this this is so rad, man. I'm so into, like, the friendship that they have built into this story between Ryu and Guy. Like, it's such... They did a really killer job. They really did. It took a long us time
0: to build, but it was totally worth it.
1: Right. So Guy is like, he's keeping it together, but you can tell he's super duper upset. He like turns away and like punches the table and he yells something. And then Maria appears on their like telescreen, their like city observation screen. And Guy is furious. So he turns to Gowrie, like, that kind of grabs her and she says, Do you watch Ryu? Like we're going to go take care of this. So he... Guy, Raita, and Akko like bust out, and then it's Kaori stays with Ryu to sort of like watch him. I guess. Yeah, and listen, it's
0: it's kind of a it's one of those moments where I think like, dude, like I don't know why he's saying for Kaori to stay because obviously like Kaori is com- is as competent as all of them, and like it feels a little patronizing the way
1: that he does it. On the uh, oh no, did you not? get I'm going to disagree
0: with you. Okay, I'm going
1: to disagree with you there. I thought that that was a really cool, like, he looks at her and says, like, listen, somebody needs to stay with Ryu. I didn't think it was like, you can't come help us fight. I looked at it, it was like, somebody needs to stay with Ryu and you're the best person for that job.
0: The other option, because like, I feel like those those are two options. The third option is that guys like, okay, we're going to go murder Maria. Like, we're just going to go out and murder this woman. And I don't want Kaori to have to be a part of that. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, I did not consider that option. That's totally reasonable. <laughs> like like
0: Karie, you are far too fancy of a lady to deal yeah, with. Like the like, brutal I, murders that I'm planning.
1: <laughs> right. You should not see me like this. I think we're still sort of a thing. I'd rather preserve that image in your mind before I straight murder this woman. So but whatever the case is, they all leave, and Karie is there with Guy. We flip outside, we see the three jet men running around. And Gray like teleports in and like they square up, they're ready for a fight. And Gray, he doesn't do like, oh, oh, oh but like that's kind of the vibe that he's giving off. Like, hey, shut up for a second. I just want to talk. And he says, You've gotta help Maria. He says, Please help Maria. And then <laughs> I think we've mentioned this before, but like whenever Gray starts to get sentimental. There's this like trumpet music in the background, and it sounds for all the world like the first maybe like three or four notes of it are absolutely just the first bit from the Godfather theme. Yes. and then it yeah, changes. I know exactly the
0: song you're talking about.
1: But it is definitely the Godfather theme. It's like da na na na, and then after that it's something else. But it's always like very weird. <laughs> Because it's an alien murder robot, like, getting sentimental, but it's the Godfather music in the background. And so, my notes just say Godfather trumpet. So, they're con- the Jetmen are totally confused. Like, what are you talking about? Why do we need to help Maria? And Grey says, no, listen, dude, she's still human. Like, she still has a human heart. Yeah, like, she is human like you, and I don't want to see her
0: get hurt. And at yeah. which point they say, like, no, she's not human anymore. Like, she has become virum, and then sort of, like, this other thing on top of it, we are on... Like, they don't say this, but, like, the vibe they give is, like, no, no, no. She is far too far gone. Like, we are on our way to find her right now.
1: Right, and, and Grace, Grace like, says, no, no. Like,
0: she's, you guys... She's still got a human heart. She can still turn back. Like, it is yeah, not it says, too late for her. you guys don't
1: get it. And he says, I would rather see her... Like become a human again, rather than like turn into what she. Even if it means she wouldn't be like a virom anymore, like I would rather see her be human than what she's turning into. Yeah, like if I like, says if I am going to
0: that. lose her, I would rather lose her to her humanity than to being a demon beast.
1: Right, which is like, dang, Gray, that's man, that's some good stuff. Great, that's good writing, right Dude, there. I love Gray. And so Guy looks and he says, "I'll remember those words," and then they sort of run off. So from there, we see Maria, and she is walking along, like, the rocks at, like, the beachside. And she, like Ryu a few minutes ago, is freaking
0: out, because she is in the midst of another transformation.
1: Yeah, and you can tell that, like, something in her is kind of fighting this, like, when she's in, like, when she's by herself. Like, when she's not fighting someone or, like, actively drinking a dude's blood... You can tell that, like, something is happening that she's trying to fight this. Uh, but she's, So she's, like, wandering around, like, holding her head and sort of, like, yelling. And it's uncomfortable. And she's saying, like, all I need is, like, more blood. I need more blood. Just, Dude, Maria, if you need blood, you are in the wrong place. Because where you are is deserted. You're just at a beach with rocks.
0: Right. If you want some, like, crisp, salty water, then you're in the right spot. But if you need blood,
1: you should get out of there. Yeah, you need to get to a city. So... The Chapman arrive. Oh, heads up. This is where things get rough. Just real quick. Oh, no, 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 wait. Oh, yeah. No, 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 we're good. We're good for another minute. Yeah, like, things oh, are about man. to get real rough. But uh, so, Okay,
0: so Maria now, arrive. her look is, have we seen this version of it before, Dave? We have not. Okay, so basically, it's the same as it was before, where she's got like the horns and the fangs and the claws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like her left hand has gotten a little more monstery, like there's some fur on it and the hand is a little bigger. Uh, and
1: um I don't know if you noticed this map but she also like they built out that arm with like some plasticky foam armor. Yeah. And so her arm looks a lot bigger and there's like claws on it and stuff. It act- it kind of has the beginning of what would be a neat monster look.
0: Yeah. And in, uh, in her face, she's got a lot yeah. more face makeup going on. It's like it's this very sort of stark white with like blue highlights. And then these, like, black and red, what kind of look like bloody, but I don't think they're actually supposed to be, like, slashes on her cheeks.
1: Yeah, and then the veins that were there before are a lot more pronounced, and then she's got those same weird horns. And she's still... But the rest of her costume is still the same. She's still got, like, the stupid mushroom hat. So she's freaking out. The jetmen arrive, and then Maria just attacks. Like, she doesn't wait to say anything. She just, like, eye blasts them. There's an explosion. They have cross-changed... In the midst of that explosion. And they try for like a minute to reason with Maria. They're like, Maria, you got to remember who you are. Remember that you're a human. Like, you can turn back. Blah, 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 blah. It doesn't work. No, no, not at all. Like, she's still completely, she's a vampire demon.
0: She's still really interested in shooting lightning bolts out of her horns.
1: Yeah, that's, she's so into it. So we go from there to Sky Camp. This is an awesome moment. Oh, yeah. So Ryu is freaking out, scream shouting, I want blood, I want blood. Kaori is just looking at him and she's like, I know, like you can see in her head, she doesn't say this, but you can see she's like, I know that I can I can do something that Ryu can beat this, like he just needs like help. Like he needs that jump start to like get him over the hump and then he'll be fine. So what she decides to do is insane, but it does work, is that she just gets in the cell with him. Like she opens the door, she walks in. And then she kind of like kneels down next to him and grabs him and is like, "Ryu, like you, like you're better than this or something." Like I forget exactly what she says, but it's something along those lines. And he yeah, sort of it's like, like you can beat this.
0: And he grabs her and he sort of like flips it around so that like now he's on top of her and he could attack her in this position. But ins- and he's about to, he's about like he to, he goes in to do it. But instead, like his head hits these flashbacks of him and Rie, and like it's back and forth. They're playing badminton. They're on a lake. They're you know enjoying
1: life. Like good memories, um, good memories of him and Rie, and those good
0: memories are strong enough to stop him from attacking. So he flips out, he backs up off of Calorie, and starts like you know clawing at the wall, basically and freaking out.
1: Right when this happens, like the glowy red sand dollar, it pops off of his neck and starts like flying around, and it looks like it's going to try to attach itself to Calorie now. But the chief arrives just in time off screen, blasts it with the bird blaster. And it, like, explodes. So Ryu is now saved. Like, he's cool now. He's beaten whatever this thing is. And I just, like, dang, man, that was a rad moment. That, like, his, like, internally he remembers, like, these beautiful moments between, like, him and Rie. And, like, the strength of that is enough to defeat, like, the evil infection of the vampire sand dollar. And what's
0: really cool is that when the chief says... That thing was trying to transform Ryu, and it needed blood to do it. And it, and like Ryu was strong enough to withstand it. And it got so like desperate for blood that it was leaving Ryu and trying to attach to you. And that's when it was vulnerable.
1: Yes. So we go back from there to the fight between the rest of the Jetmen and Maria. The Jetmen, for some reason, are unmorphed. Like they're back in their human forms. I'm not really sure why. But Maria's winning. She's way more powerful than she used to be, and she is, like, ropping the floor with the rest yeah, of the Yeah, I
0: mean, men. fighting Maria has always been difficult for the Jetmen, and now she, there are only three of them at this fight, and she is, like, extra super powered.
1: Yeah, well, she's a vampire demon beast, right? That's, like, an extra... That's, like, a prestige class or some, something. Yeah. So...
0: No, it's, like, her final, like, you know, pokey evolution. First, she was... Uh, Rie, and then right. she became Maria, and now she has become like Maria, Demon Beast Vampire.
1: So Ryu and Kaori arrive, and Ryu like yells, he's like Rie.
0: It's very dramatic, by the way. Yeah, it's super it's a dramatic great shot.
1: He's like standing above her, and there's like light behind him. and He's like Rie, and then she turns around, and then there's like this intense stare confrontation. Like they're just sort of staring each other down, and then Maria attacks, like she eye blasts him. He, oh my gosh, this is so good. He, like, recovers from the eye blast explosion, runs over, says, like, I'll never stop. Like, it doesn't matter what you look like or what happens. Like, I'll never stop loving you. And then, like, attack hugs her. Like, he, like, fiercely embraces her, grabs her face, and kisses her. And, like, as he does does this she starts to like freak out I and mean, she's also like, she's getting sort flashbacks of, right she's getting flashbacks of him and her like herself as rie ryu shouts listen to your heart all the memories of us she like remembers and then there's like a moment of like psychic anguish right she like grabs her head and is like writhing around mm-hmm. and then the sand dollar flies off Ryu busts out the bringer sword, cuts it in half, and then she kind of, there's like a glowy thing around her, and she turns back to Rie, like, for real this time. Like, this, she, before she faked us out, she's actually Rie now. Yes. She has managed, like, the strength of Ryu's love has actually overcome the crazy Vyram transformation, and it's Rie again. Oh, my gosh. It's Oh, man, it's so good. It's so good. That's the last happy moment in this episode. Yeah, just like heads up. So
0: if you want to turn it off now, I completely understand. But we're gonna keep going.
1: Yeah. So, <laughs> so Ryu runs over. He picks her up. He's like, "Oh my gosh, it's you, Rie!" Awesome moment. And she's saying like, "Oh my gosh, like, what's happened? Where am what have I? I done?" And she and
0: Ryu is saying like, "Don't worry about that. None of that matters. Like, you are yeah. back. We are together. Everything is great."
1: Yes. Oh, by the way, Rie is still in her Sky Command jumpsuit, which I think is a really cool touch. Yeah, the one that she was wearing when she got sucked
0: out into space.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the one. But she's still wearing it whenever she's Rie, it and is I just cool that I think that's like, like a like really the Rie
0: costume.
1: Right. I just think it's a really cool idea that, like, oh yeah, like that's when Rie was turned into Maria. So when she's Rie again, like she just has her clothes back, which is rad. So while Ryu is crouched next to Maria. Rie, sorry. There's an explosion, obviously, it's Radigat. He like he jumps in and like blah blah blah. Oh my gosh, this is bad. It's a cool moment, but it's rough. So Ryu runs over, like they're separated by this explosion, right? Yeah. Ryu runs over to Rie, or he starts to, and Rie like shouts him back. She's like, no, you like stay over there. She's closer to Radigat, and she backs up and like stands next to Radigat. And she says, and she like, says Listen, it's, it is, Oh my god. It's
0: true that I did love you, but I have been turned into a Vyrum commander, and that's what I must continue to be. Like I, right. I like, need it's, to leave it's with too late. Radigat, like it's too late for me. This is my life now.
1: Yeah. And oh man, so, Radigate
0: is so happy.
1: Yeah, he's super into it. He's just like, mm, oh, Ryu, I told you. She's like, he, she's mine forever. It's very weird because Red is super invested in like having Maria. And I don't totally know why, aside from the fact maybe that like that's Red Hawk's girlfriend and he considers it like a weird personal triumph to have like stolen her, I guess. It's, it is but very he, weird. It's Yeah, it's an odd thing. Because he's like, again, he's like super invested in it. Like he needs this to be the case. So he steps forward and is like, ha ha ha, Red Hawk, like she's mine forever. You'll never get her back. And he like blasts
0: the jetmen again. So like they are on the ground and can't really get up to do anything.
1: Oh my gosh, this is so amazing. So V.A. is standing behind him. She sees the bringer sword that Ryu used to like chop the thing in half. She grabs it and stabs Radigat in the back. While he's laughing. It's oh my god. So oh my god, it's amazing. So Radigat turns around after he's been stabbed and just yells, you bit! Which, which rough,
0: rough language, Radigate.
1: Rough language for a children's show, Radigat? And he says, what have you done? And oh, this is so good. And she says, I wanted to hurt you. Like, I wanted my revenge. Like, and at this point, it's not super clear if she's saying that kind of as Maria or as Rie, but I think the best answer is like kind of both. Yeah, kind of at
0: both. Because at this point, because before when she has gone back and forth between the different forms, she she did not really have like, memory or knowledge of the other version of herself. But at this point, that is no longer the case. Like, she now has her complete memory of both experiences. And both, like, the act of transforming, like, turning her into Maria and, like, having her do all of those things. And then also the way that Radigat treated Maria on top of that has just finally hit a boiling point
1: it's so it is kind of weird because at this point she is like she's not actually Maria or Rie, like individually. like she's Marie. like she's Marie. She's kind of like a space in between both of them. It's kind of it's kind of weird. but so she so he slashes at her and says, Maria, you're mine, Red Hawk. You're never gonna get her back. And then she goes to attack him again, and he just sort of like. Fades out. He does a like teleporty fade that the virum can do, and then she sort of starts to
0: fall over. Now right. Ryu goes to run over to her because, like, it's Rie. Like that's his. Like that is like his great right. love, and she's right there and she's injured, and he goes to run to her because obviously before when he's when she said don't come over here, that was a ruse so that she could get behind him and attack him. Right.
1: Right. But now she does it again. She says no. She says don't. Come over to me. Uh, oh, cause sorry, Gray appears like Gray teleports and sort of like interposes himself between Ryu and Maria, and she says, "Listen, I." She's like, "I can't go with you, Ryu." She says, "This is kind of it." She says, "I have too much blood on my hands." Yeah, like we can't go
0: back. It is too. It, it, basically, like, it's too late for me. Like I like, like all of the things that I did as Maria have, like, brought me so far into, like, an irredeemable place that I just, we can't go back. It would never like, be Like, we the can't same. do it.
1: She actually says, oh, dude, she says, I don't deserve to be held in your arms. Yeah. Yeah, she Which, does. Which, like, woof, man. Like, okay. So, so Grey is standing there. Marie says, I can't be saved Forget to Ryu. I can't be saved. Forget about me. Like, erase the memory of me from your heart. This is my final wish. Right. Because that's likely to happen now, Marie. Like, you're finally back, and you're dying in front of him. And, like, you're like, oh, yeah, forget about me. Like, erase me from your heart. That's just not... That's not how people work. Yeah, but, you know, like... You get what she's saying, though, right? Like... Yeah, no, no, no. Like, I follow her vibe. It's just like... I don't know. It Maybe it would have been, like, remember me like I was. Or, like, remember our love or something. Like, something vaguely feasible.
0: So... Listen, Maria's having a... am sorry, Rie is having a real day here. Like, cut her a little dude, bit of slack.
1: Dude, you are not kidding that she is. He, she... They are both are. So, Ryu... He doesn't care. He runs over to them anyways. But Gray at this point has picks Maria up, and they sort of like fade away as Ryu arrives. So from there, we, it turns out when he teleport, like when they teleport away, they teleport like three hundred feet. Yeah, they do not go because, far. Like
0: they go like down a cliff and around the corner.
1: Yeah, so they're at the shore. Gray is carrying Maria. She looks up at him and just says like Thank you," you you know. And he says, How are you doing? And she's like, Well, I really don't want to die, but
0: Yeah, because like he is questioning her decision to leave like that. And like, is yeah. this really what you want? He's like, Well, I don't She's like, I don't want to die. Like, what I really but want like, is to be
1: able to start again with Ryu. But like But I can't. Yeah. That's that will never happen. It's impossible. And so, so he at, at this point holds
0: her as she like just like like her last sentence ended with Ryu's name. And she yeah. just like repeats that for a while.
1: Yeah. So basically, he so sorry, Ryu comes up, like he comes around the cliffside and he is seeing this happen.
0: And I don't know and if so, we're
1: supposed to think that he can hear her or not. Uh, I could go either way. I could but go maybe, either, either could. way.
0: It would be a lot nicer for Ryu if he could hear her.
1: Yeah. So I'm so to believe assume, that that's the case. Yeah. So here's what happens. She says, actually, hold up. ma'am, ma'am." I've got an idea. Let's we're gonna recreate this experience for you for like like real quick. So okay. I'll I'll do the description and Matt, you do Maria's lines. Okay. Okay, ready? So uh it starts let's start with enter scene. I want to start over with Ryu once more. Ryu. Ready? Yes. Okay, so Mark, go. I want to start over with Ryu again. Ryu. Ryu arrives, falls to his knees, crying. Ryu. We see Maria, also crying. Ryu. Gray looks down at Maria, and you can see in his Robo face that his sadness is immeasurable because his Robo love is unrequited. Ryu. And we we zoom in on her mouth as tears are falling down, streaming down her face. Ryu. And then she dies. Yeah, like she sort of slumps over in Gray's arms. Slumps over this. Gray carries her out into the
0: water. Oh my gosh. He just so he just walks straight out into the ocean, holds right. her above the water, and cries he cries
1: like, energy-based robot tears. Yup. The tears fall onto her body. Which, like, disintegrates into energy and then falls out into the water. It's... It's it's really a beautiful moment. Oh, my
0: dude. Like, it's super heartbreaking. But, like, it's really great.
1: So we go up to Ryu. Ryu is on the ground. He, like, he just fully collapses and just yells, why? Like you can hear like it's a really great moment of acting actually uh he's very upset he yells like why guy and the other jetmen are standing behind him guy says like don't look at him like like turn don't like, don't like like do, turn
0: away yeah like let. this him is not a moment for his, other people let him be in his grief alone like we don't need to witness this
1: yeah. Um, so but the show has decided
0: leave. that we, the viewers, still need to witness this. Because oh, yeah, the camera 100%, lingers dude. on Ryu for, like, I don't know, another minute and a half while he keeps calling out Rie's name and weeping. Yeah, dude. Like, as this, like sun goes down and the show cuts to credits.
1: Dude. Oh, no, no, no. He remembers his memory oh, right. of her running to him and calling out his name. But as he's remembering her, she's, like, fading in and out. And then we cut to credits.
0: The end.
1: Guys, that is raw. It is... Oh, my... Dude, so raw. I was not... Oh, man. Okay, okay. I was not prepared for this level of rawness. No,
0: dude. And... Yeah, man. It's... Because this is not the first time I have seen this episode. It has been difficult for me to not, like, spoil this one for you.
1: Oh, by the way, the episode title
0: is... Oh, Maria, her love, and death. Yeah. So, uh, again, super spoilers. Now, I actually thought that it might not have been a spoiler, because when I first watched this episode, near the end, I kind of thought that Rie was going to make it out alive.
1: Oh, like it's the death of Maria. Right, the death of
0: Maria, but not necessarily the death of Rie.
1: Oh man, that would have been super great if that had happened. That <laughs> would've been very but nice, no. right? Um, yeah, that would have been great. I would have been real into that. Okay, Dave, so let's let's try to process
0: this episode and our emotions. What is your high point of the episode?
1: Oh man. Um kinda of the whole thing, to be honest. Like It's a like uh let me let me rephrase rough, that. But Maybe a, like the second half. Yeah. Like the second half, like it was rough, but that was just that was good television, yeah, like starting from when the
0: like uh, yeah, starting from when the jetmen encounter gray on their way to the beach to the end dude, it just, just it's one just big like hit point. after
1: hit, it's really good, uh okay, Matt, so that's mine. Such as it is. Uh, How about you, man? You got a high point for this episode? You know, I think my
0: high point, and again, like, I think that yours is probably the the better call, but if I had to slice it down, it would either be the moment where Maria stabs Radigat in the back or when Grey, like, that scene, like, as Maria dies and then Grey, like, walks her out into the body and weeps robo-tears and her body turns into, like, a fountain of, like, shimmering sparkles beautiful Uh, it's listen it's a rough episode but like again good quality television television.
1: yeah man so what is your low point if you have one this week oh jeez because I actually Um, do do I have okay you go ahead what's your low point let me think about this for a second because like I can't think of anything off the top of my head so my low point is the fact that like so Rie has died now right And Mm -hmm. I feel like we
0: never got a good understanding of what her relationship with Radigate was. Ooh. Yeah, that is a little point. It's a weird thing, because it it seemed like it was important to the show, but, like, we got a very good idea as her relationship to um, Ryu. We got a good look at her relationship with um, Grey. But, like, the other sort of person that she interacted with most, Radigate, we kind of... Kind of got a picture of what their relationship looked like, but not like, like yeah, we don't know a little why bit. any of it happened that way. We don't know why he pulled her out of space and turned her into Maria. We don't know why. We don't know was, how that happened. Yeah. I mean, I, like, you know, is that
1: just a thing that you can do? I, I, guess? I guess.
0: Um, like, I don't even know if Rie actually survived getting sucked out into space or if she, like, died and then got transformed and, like, resurrected. Like, really. Like, there's so much about, like, her transformation into, Rie, into Maria, why it happened and what her relationship with Radigat was that never really got addressed. And it didn't, like, honestly, it not getting
1: addressed doesn't really affect the show much. Yeah, but... But it would have been it nice would have been to get nice. So, no, that's an excellent low point. I can't actually think of anything in, like, the episode proper that I didn't really dig like it was just like dang man like again it was rough but like I was it ju- was really good yeah well listen like, that's just a great
0: honestly the last like the whole end of this show is like that but boy oh my gosh am I looking forward to Kaku Ranger like I just yeah like, man so I just want to see some ninjas to, like, a weird goofy ninja show that I don't have to like get emotionally prepared for every week Right. And this oh, is good, man. and I well, imagine that Jetman is probably a much better show than Cocker Ranger is, but I... I don't know. But, like, boy. Well, I mean, Jetman is one of the ones that when people talk about, like, what are the best Sentai shows, Jetman comes oh, up a really? lot. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. I mean, it makes sense. Like, it's a
0: good show. Yeah, it's just, I'm I'm looking forward to a little more levity, guys. <laughs> uh,
1: but I think... That's it for us, yeah, right? that
0: is going to do it for another episode of The Jetman with the Golden Gun. Before we finish up here, I'd like to remind you all, you can email the show at SuperSentaiBrothers at gmail.com. If you want to get any updates on future episodes or want to check out what we're talking about on Twitter, we are at Super Sentai bros. If you like the show, and boy, I hope you do, please remember, shining in the iTunes review section, there are five stars. Please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. That's what's going to help new people find the show. Uh, SuperSentai Brothers are a production of Retrograde Orbit Radio. Once again, we are the Super Sentai Brothers. I'm Matt. I'm Dave. And we will see you next week for the final episode. We're going to be watching uh, the last last two episodes of Jetman uh, and doing a big giant-sized double issue. So come on back for that. And we will see you next week.